I feel us in the Holy Ghost right now. Will you go find somebody to encourage? They're going to sing another song, but I don't want anybody standing here alone. Because this is how we feel most of the time, is we're by ourselves. I don't want one person to leave here feeling alone. Come on, I need you to connect with somebody right now. And I want you to worship together. I want you to pray together. Come on, whatever their need is, I want you to pray for them, not for yourself right now. Come on, connect with somebody. Make sure nobody's alone. If it's two or three or four people together, come on, make sure you can connect with somebody right now. Come on, they're going to continue to sing. We're going to worship Jesus together. Come on, pray for one another.
in this house today. Let's just take a moment and continue to worship him and thank him. Hallelujah. We love you, Lord. You are great, God, and greatly to be praised. Come on, lift up your voice to heaven. Thank him today. Come on, can we worship him right now? Come on, he inhabits the praise of his people. He loves us. Come on, it feels so good in this house right now. We get to entertain the presence of God right now. We get to entertain the King of kings and the Lord of lords right now. We get to let him know how much we're thankful for him, how good he is to us. Oh, we love you, Jesus. God, we worship you, God. We praise your holy name, God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. It feels good in this place. This is what I'm going to do. There's offering place right up here. If somebody in Carswell could come in this section, we're going to take up our offering. We're going to continue to praise and worship. Amen. God's moving in this place. Amen. So we're going to worship him right now. We ask him for something. Now we're going to thank him for it. Amen. Right now, can we worship him and bless his holy name today together? You moved the mountains. You told the wind and waves be still. Cast out demons. Did the empty soul be filled? Now there's breakthrough. Now there's freedom in your name. You gave us power and the keys to do the same. You hold
Praise the Lord. Come on, somebody shout in Jesus' name. Come on, say it like you mean it. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Neither is there salvation in any other, for there is none other name under heaven given unto men whereby we must be saved. Amen. How many know it's in Jesus' name? Amen. It's by Jesus' blood. Thank you. Thank you. Find somebody to shake hands with or, amen, at least wave that. Say something too. Amen. Let them know. Amen. Amen. Okay. Amen. Amen. Look at your neighbor and say, something's happening. Something's happening. I don't know about you, but there's a lot of things in the world that's happening that I, I don't want to be a part of. But when the Lord's in something, amen, when something's happening, I want to be a part of it. Amen. I'm thankful today. Uh, uh, it seems like it's been forever since Sister Laura and I have been here at the home church. We've been, amen, just a... Just a little bit busy uh, and uh, enjoying uh, some, some different experiences. Let me just put it that way. Um, in our organization, there's been some, some shakeups and some changes, and so we've been helping and working with that. And uh, uh, I want you to keep praying for uh, uh, churches here in Indiana. This is an Indiana district. Pray for churches here in Indiana. That, Amen. God will just continue to bless. Um, there's some great things happening, but uh, at the same time, the devil's working. Anybody ever heard of the devil? Oh, Satan, the old adversary. Amen. Amen. So thankful. And uh, we're kind of glad Autumn's with us this weekend. See, I said that so you get some sympathy. See, they, they, when I do stuff like that, they just pour it on thick. But uh, we're glad to have her. And women's esprit this weekend, Friday night, Saturday. Amen. Uh, you're uh, the one you like the most of us, too. Sister Laura, she done a great job at uh, women's esprit uh, representing, amen, representing wisdom amongst the women. Amen. Imagine a Purdue being involved in that. Amen, amen. So thankful for all of you today. Uh, we still have a lot out. Uh, some we know where they're at. Some we don't know where they're at. But uh, we're glad you're here today. And I'm thankful, Lord, for this vacation, this time off, uh, whatever we want to call it, from uh, uh, fall break. Um, for, for some parents, it's, it's more work. Uh, but, uh, but we're thankful for you being here today. Uh, I... I uh, I just want to say I, I love my church family. We have missed everyone, uh, really have, and uh, we just want to say we're glad to be back home for a little bit. So uh, I just want you to keep praying. Keep praying for us. We've got some things here we're going to be discussing uh, in the days to come. So uh, just keep us in your prayer. First John chapter 4. First John chapter 4. Amen. Uh, I struggle with this message a little bit. And uh, when Brother West got up and done Sunday school, I said, thank you, Jesus. Because it actually really works hand in hand with 
um, our class lesson today. So I appreciate that. 1 John chapter 4, and we're going to pick up verse number 1 through verse number 6. <clears throat> Beloved, some good advice, by the way. Beloved, believe not every spirit. Somebody say amen. But try the spirits, whether they are of God. Because many false prophets are gone out into the world. Hereby know ye the Spirit of God. Every spirit that confesses that Jesus Christ is come in the flesh is of God. Amen. How many say can say salvation? Salvation is come in the flesh, the Lamb of God. Verse 3. Every spirit that confesseth not that Jesus Christ is come in the flesh is not of God. And this is the spirit of Antichrist. Somebody say anti. Whereof we have heard that it should come, and even now already is in the world. Can we say amen to that? You are of God, little children, and have overcome them, because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Can we get a big amen? Amen. They are of the world, therefore speak they of the world, and the world heareth them. Verse 6, we are of God, and he knoweth, and he that knoweth God heareth us. I love that part. He that is not of God heareth not of us, and hereby know we the Spirit. This is how we know the Spirit of truth and the Spirit of error. Going back to verse number 4, where he says, You are, ye are of God, little children, and have overcome them. Somebody say the world. Because greater is he that is in you than he that is in this world. I just want to title this message this morning, Strong Getting Stronger. Say it with me. Strong Getting Stronger. Would you just lift your hands and thank the Lord this morning. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for the power of the Holy Ghost. Thank you for strength. Thank you for direction, Lord. Thank you, Lord God, for what you're doing, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen, 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 amen. Let me uh, first say, and absolutely, this is just absolutely true. Uh, There are spirits that are gone out into this world. There are spirits that are anti-spirits. Brother Wes even mentioned a little bit today, whatever God is, you better believe the adversary is just the opposite. Where there's faith, there's fear. (laughs) Where there's truth, there's doubt. That's the devil's business. There's there's always been an anti-spirit. And so it's always, and it's always been working Somebody say, it's always been. But we've been given the Spirit of God. How many has the Holy Ghost in this place and proud of it and glad for it and thankful today for the power of the Holy Ghost? Because that's how we overcome. It was the blood of Jesus we just sung about. That has given us the power to overcome. It's our testimony that has given us the power, amen, that we've overcome. Because the devil don't like to hear our testimony of overcoming the obstacles and the things that he has put in our way. But we've been given the Spirit of God. 
But we've also been through, put through some tests. I'm not talking about the written kind of tests. I'm not talking about the school of, you know, uh, asking 50 questions and multiple choice. Uh, I'm talking about life school, going through things. But we also need to test the spirits that we're involved in every day. That's around us every day. Why? So that we can determine what spirit it is that's in our family, that's on our job, that's in our schools. Come on, that we're surrounded by in our community. Amen. The things that's on the news. Amen. That's even newsworthy. Those things, we've got to try the spirit and we've got to test so that we can determine what it is that God is wanting us to do. Yes, there's a devil. Boy, I got quiet. Yes, we call him Satan. And yes, he's powerful. I know people don't like to hear that. Oh, don't give the devil. No, we're, we're foolish if we don't think the enemy has some power. Because go out into the world and feel like, feel like you're the lone ranger in the midst of somebody when you express something and you'll find out when they rise up against you the power the enemy has. Because he likes to show his ugly face. He likes to raise and roar his ugly voice. That's why the Bible says he's like a roaring lion. He can make a lot of noise, but it's the fear. It's the understanding that we have in determining what spirit that is around us that lets us know, yeah, there's a, there's a devil with some power. He does exist. <laughs> Sadly, he exists only because people give him his props. It's just a fact. Why? Because God's into people. And the enemy wants to get in there and thwart what God wants to do with his people. Come on, remember, we've got to keep this in our mind. God, the Spirit of the Lord, the Holy Ghost, is never, never happy when somebody loses out. God's not willing that any should perish. He's not wanting anyone to face, amen, what we know as hell. Amen. God's not in that. And so we've got to realize that when the devil wants to take you out of the church, when the devil wants to steal the things that God is blessing you with, you've got to step back and realize, amen, what spirit and determine what it is that's involved, that's around you. So try the spirit. Let me just say this to some of you that just kind of bounce around. Get into the Word. Because when you know the Word of God, you'll know how the enemy is going to try to come at you in the opposing way. Because too many people today have been told by pulpits that it's okay. This is okay. That's okay. Amen. God loves you more. Amen. God loves you enough to let you to do anything you want to do. That is a lie from hell. And it has been from day one in the garden. People's got this mind that God understands. You better believe God understands. That's why he put this process in order long before sin ever showed up. <laughs> 
But the devil's not almighty. He may have some power because he may have a group that he can use and raise his ugly head up in. That's all right. Amen. But he's not almighty. There's one almighty, and it's the Lord Jesus Christ. Come on, your Bible tells you, Revelation 1 and 8 tells us, amen, he's the alpha, he's the omega, he's the beginning, he's the end, and he is the almighty. He's the almighty, not partially, not sometimes, not when it's convenient. Almighty to me means always, all the time. Because there's time in my life I said, Lord, where are you at? Where's that mighty part? Because that's the devil's business. To make us second guess and question everything that God's doing. Come on, I'm, I'm finding myself. I, and listen, it, it doesn't matter how long you've been serving God. It doesn't matter what position you're in. Uh, amen. Every one of us has to realize and has to understand we're fighting anti-spirits. Uh, and we've got to know what spirit is what. And why it's doing what it's doing. He said, I'm the Almighty. Now let me say this. Let there be no doubt. No doubt. He, Jesus is the Almighty. Come on, for those that are still stuck in Trinitarian thought, Jesus come along, he said, all power has been given unto me in heaven. And I'm talking about the name of the flesh of God. Jesus Christ said, all power has been given unto me in heaven and in earth. Come on, all power, all power. God can't relinquish power. Amen. He is God manifest in the flesh. The Spirit of God in Christ. Almighty. Now, let me, let me act like I know what I'm talking about. About history. Abraham Lincoln said in a speech... It was 1858, June 16th. He said some stuff that is very profound. Here's what he said. A house divided... Oh, Lord, try to get spiritual. A house divided against itself cannot stand. I think he knew the Bible a little bit. must have read it or something. Back before television. I believe the government cannot endure... Permanently half slave and half free. Powerful. Awesome. The insight. Get this now. I do not expect a union to be divided. I do not expect the house to fall. He said, but, and this is what I want you to hear. I do expect it will cease to be divided. It will become all one thing or the other. Oh, that ought to wake some of us Christians up. Uh, amen. You can't be half in and half out. You can't be half saved or half out. You can't be a half sinner and a half Christian. Come on, there's no, there's no such thing. A house, a temple divided against itself cannot make it. 
one will overtake the other. He recognized that in slavery, in freedom. One will overtake the other. How many know that's true spiritually? All of us, everybody, even in everyday life, one thing, there's always one thing that will be our driving force. There's some people that they don't have time for church because they're workaholics. There's some people that don't have time for church because they're playaholics. I work and I play and that's all I can get done. Come on. Some people just have the anti-spirit that whatever the church stands for or whatever the people of God stands for or represent, they're against it. It's a fact. But that's the diversity. And that's what we take pride. Listen, we take pride in America for being so diverse. When we know the scripture says when you're divided, it's not good. It's unity. It's a coming together. We all have ideas. We all have things. That's true. But when we put those things for so much that like Brother West was talking about, it tries to intimidate others. If you don't believe like I believe, you're going to hell. Probably true. Oh, you're too tight. No. Listen, I'm going to tell you, I don't care who you are, what you are, what you believe. As long as you got breath in your body, as long as you're waking up every day, it, there's always a chance. Even if somebody don't think, even if I don't think you're on the right road, there's always a chance for that to change. Come on, no matter what the devil says and what the devil tells us as we come in church week after week and service after service, you know what? Every time we come together, there's a 50-50 chance, uh, amen, that there's a miracle going to happen. Something great's going to break out. Uh, come on, and it may be greater if we can just come in and get, you know, six, seven, eight, nine, or ten, amen, more than last week. Uh, guess what? We start building that faith. Things are going to happen. Because one thing he pointed out, God don't need a majority. While everybody else is looking at the crowd and got all, I got all this kind of support, and we got all these kind of things going in our favor so that we can win this and win that and do this and do that. And probably while I'm on that subject, while it's on my mind. I don't want to appear to be a sore loser. The banner out front, the, the ladies. <laughs> ah, 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 ah. What? I Men, stop. Men, give the women a good hand. We, we, we're, we're good sports. It's kind of like the election. They saved up their ballots. They outmaneuvered us. There will be another time. If the Lord tarries, good spiritual thought. There's no half and half. There's, there, there's nothing half and half about it. You and I will become one thing or the other. The world will consume us, and we'll get so engulfed in the world and worldly things and not, not, listen, it's like money. People say, well, money's a root. No, the love of money is the root of all evil. The love of it, not money. It takes money. 
We've got to work. We've got to survive. We've got to do something. God knows that. And he says, I'll provide. But it's the love that we carry it to the next extent that makes it wrong. Same principle. When we allow worldly things become so much and so involved in our life. Young people, get this. When, you, when worldly things become so much on our mind, amen, that we can't get to God and get from God what we need. If we're so ashamed, amen, of how we look, we're not going to witness to some other kid. Because the enemy's got us convinced we're not worthy. What can you say? What do you have to say? But you know what? The devil is a defeated foe. You know, a foe is just an enemy. It's just an opponent. He's defeated. We've got, a, we've got the word of God not only to help us in our daily lives, but we can go to the back of the book and we can realize the only part that scares me about Revelation is not all the wrath and not all the wild stuff, amen, that some people are trying to figure out. You know what, you know what bothers me about the whole book of Revelation? That after the enemy, the devil is bound for a thousand years, peace on earth, Jesus, we're, I mean the lion and the lamb laying together, after that thousand years, he's loosed. And then there's fools that will move right back in and he will, he will convince nations and people. Oh, my Lord. That's what scares me. Because you know what? If at that point we don't have it or don't get it, to, oh, my Lord, what about right now? What about now when the devil's trying to tell you, amen, nothing's going to happen in your life? What's happening now when the devil's trying to tell you, amen, God can't heal you, God can't bless you? Amen. Just uh, how in the world can we be so foolish to fall back in because it'll be the system Folks, listen to me. We're living in a system. You're not living your own life. And, you know, I've all my life working at the prison, I heard men, when you put them in a, you know, the place and, and tell them where they, I mean, I'm a man. You got to talk to me like a man. Treat me like a man. People in the world, you know, hey, listen, you're not my judge. You can't ball. You can't tell me. Listen, you better listen. You better wake up. Because you're not your own. You're of something. You're either of the world or you're not. You're, even ser- you're either serving the wrong one or you're not. No half and half. Now I know some are today. Oh, Jesus. And they'll sing the songs. And tomorrow, that cuss and rant and rave and Backstab. We have an enemy. We have an opponent. We have an adversary. It's the anti-spirit that divides. Amen. Matthew chapter 12. I'm glad the Lord moved like he did because I think we need to hear this. Matthew chapter 12, verse number 24. Or verse number, yeah, verse number 24. Watch this. <laughs> Hold the spot because we're going to come back here in just a second. But I want to read through this very quickly. So, But when... The Pharisees, 
Somebody say the religious folks. But when the religious folks heard it, they said, This fella doeth not cast out devils, only by Beelzebub, the prince of the devils. Jesus cast out a demon. Watch. Jesus knew their thoughts and said unto them, Every kingdom divided against itself is brought what? Hear this. Mom and dad, hear this. Husband and wife, hear this. Family, hear this. It will be brought to destruction if it stays divided. It can't prosper. It only allows the wrong spirit to come in. Well, you don't know what they did. It don't matter what they did to you. It's the devil. It's the wrong spirit. And every city or house divided against itself. Oh, man, did Abraham Lincoln read this? He must have. Shall not stand. If Satan cast out Satan, he's divided. And listen, for those of us that smile and say, well, the devil made me do it. <laughs> well, that means the devil's there. You just admitted it. How shall the kingdom stand? Next verse. And if by Beelzebub cast out devils, he said, if I do that that way, by whom do your children cast them out, you religious folks? He said, therefore, they shall not, they shall be your judges. But if I cast out devils by the Spirit of God, then the kingdom of God has come to you. It has revealed itself, and you don't even know it. Or else how can one enter into a strong man's house, spoil his goods, except he first bind? Get this, bind. In other words, that spirit has gotten in and gotten some control, amen, and bind the strong person. Why? So that he can exist. Here you go. He that is not with me, he that is not with me, whoever it is that's not with me, I'm not saying this. I'm not judging you. The Word of God sets us out and shows us just like He's telling them. Amen. You're, you religious folks, I'm setting you out. I'm showing you what spirit you're allowing, amen, to operate in your life. And He says, if you're not with me, you're against me. There's no half and half. You can't bless God, curse the devil. He that gathereth not with me scattereth. Boy, ain't that the truth? Church on every corner like a restaurant. Because people just don't want to be told, don't want to be preached to, don't want to be listened to the word. We want to go do our own thing, start our own thing. And that's why we have a mess like we have in the religious world today. I'm not saying that to be mean spirit. I'm telling, telling you that to be a fact. That's why you've got to try the spirit and see whether it's of God. We went and helped a church several years ago when Brother Carl was still alive. Over toward Hagerstown. Pastor had left. They, so they asked us. Ask us to be involved. Apostolic folks. Wasn't our faith. Go in and start doing teachings. And an 80-some-year-old lady come to, after one of the services, said, I have never in my life heard that. 
I've been in this church all my life. I think it was 55 years. I've never heard what you just preached about being baptized and filled with the Holy Ghost. You see, we sit sometimes, and we, and we think, listen, oh my, because Brother Carter, I thought, how is that possible in this day and age? How is that possible? Because sometimes if we're not careful, we'll take some of this for granted. Back up to verse number 22 and 23. Let me show you. Because what had just happened? Because if you look at the question, what was just posed over who does this? Who does this? Is it the Spirit of God or is it the devil? We believe it's the devil. The devil's casting out the devil. Because the easiest way, now get this, because this ought to wake some of us up, especially in today's term. The easiest way to handle a situation was to cause the people to believe that this was all a work of Satan. Oh, them people speaking tongues over there, that's a devil. That gibberish, that, better be careful, as the Spirit gives the utterance. You ain't talking about me. You ain't talking about my tongue flipping. You're talking about the Spirit. They brought unto him one possessed with a devil, blind and dumb. Simply, what does that mean? Anyone unable to see the truth and unable to speak the truth is an anti-spirit. The Lord's pointing this out and says, listen, I'm not divided against myself, and certainly the devil's not divided against himself because a house divided will not make it. But he said, I want you to see something in this. Anyone that's unable to see the truth and hear, speak it, there's something wrong because it's an anti-spirit. That's why John says, listen, if they don't believe that Jesus Christ, amen, is of God, guess what? There's something wrong. Because why? Because Jesus come for your salvation. Come for your saving grace. Come to deliver us. Now think about it. We see and we hear the same method of the devil of Satan even today. You know, we think it was back in the the Bible times. Anything that is a threat to the devil. Look at your neighbor and say anything. Come on, anything. Anything that's a threat to the enemy. I want you to hear me. Immediately what happens? Oh, it's going to wake us up. If you're watching the news, if you're seeing what's going on in the world, anything that's against or a threat to him, immediately there's accusation. We're accused. Amen. The good are charged with doing wrong. I don't want my kids to hear some of this nonsense. There's something wrong with you, is what we're told. I don't believe, amen, in some of the things. That's, I don't believe in killing an innocent baby that has no voice. That's murder to me, amen. There's something wrong with you, what we're told. I don't believe in that lifestyle because I believe a man and a woman. There's something wrong with you. Why? Because we've got a loud voice. Why? Because we speak loudly. And why we accuse you of doing wrong. That's what's happening today in the church. Getting quiet now, ain't it? I wish somebody say, preach it, preacher. Come on. We're afraid to say it. But 
But the Pharisees wasn't afraid to say it. They wasn't afraid to accuse Jesus of casting out devils by the devil. And the Jews, you know why? Because the voice, the Jews understood because, you know who Beelzebub was? The God of the dung. Poo-poo. You know what today's terms means? He's full of dung. It's, it's, it's the same. When they spoke that, that's what they were accusing Jesus. Hey, he's just full of it. That wasn't in my notes, Lord. That wasn't right. Forgive me. Look at it. But here's something that we do need to take note of. There are people with devils that don't even know it because they don't realize the spirit they're under. Because look what happened. The scripture says they brought him to Jesus. We won't ask people to come to church just by the way they smell or look. We were afraid to approach some people, amen, by the way they act. But they need, they don't realize the spirit they're under. He didn't realize they need to be brought to Jesus. We need to get, come on, I'm telling some of you, don't be afraid. Amen, when something strange or something odd, don't be afraid because greater is he that is in you. Come on, church, greater is he that is in us. If you're afraid, it means there's something wrong with you. It means you recognize and realize that you've listened to the devil. I don't have enough to do anything about it. Sick and tired of the devil thinks he can just do whatever he wants to do because he's got people mind whipped. I can't serve God. I can't dress. I can't live. I can't do. Yes, you can. And you open your mouth and you say it out loud, you ought to repent. Because God didn't give you that spirit. God didn't put himself into you, amen, to be lesser. He put himself into you to be greater. Hallelujah. Come on, we ought to be on our feet thanking God. Amen. For a greater spirit than this world has to offer. We all sit around and mope. We all wallow in our stuff sometimes. We all do that. But we've got to rise up and say, you know what? There's something in me that says, I'm going on. I'm going to fight. I'm going to rebuke. Come on, we see that same method today. Anything, anything. I want to, I want you, I want you, I want the church to feel bad about how they believe. I want the church to feel bad about what they stand for. I rebuke you and whatever spirit that you say that under. And I'm telling whoever you don't bring that nonsense to this preacher. You let stuff like that come into your home, you better run it out. Rebuke it. Take authority. They don't want me to leave for a while again, probably. Look at it. I'm about to close. Because you know what the deeper meaning was in how they approached this? was to lessen. Now, some of you get this. 
Because some of you are stuck in the same old, same old, same old as long as I've known you. You're still living the same way. You're still having the same attributes, same actions, still fighting the same kind of devils. If I'm lying, Lord, strike me dead. I'm telling you the truth. It's time to turn it around because there's something greater. And the devil somehow has got some folks convinced it's not greater. It's just like it was yesterday, just like it was last week. Oh, no. We're building on something greater every week. We're believing and getting stronger every week. The strong is getting stronger. Come on, we're binding things. Things are happening. We're upsetting the devil, I promise you. I promise you he's not happy. Hallelujah. The deeper meaning was... By insult. Well, he just doing that cause of devil. Power of the devil. The Jews heard that. And they heard him say, they heard the religious folks say, oh, he's just full. Acts chapter 1, verse 8. We say it all the time. We quote it. I wish it would not be a cliche. Ye, somebody say you, shall, somebody say no doubt, shall, in fact, go, the, go to the, uh, uh, the world that says what's really true, you know, the lawyers that know all the stuff, because shall is a legal term. Shell is a binding term, if we need to know that. Of course, our Bible says that that ought to be enough, but no, let's go to the legal system and see, hey, it's binding. Now that makes me have more confidence. Hear what I'm saying? You shall, you shall, you shall receive power. If you raise your hand and you've got the Holy Ghost, there ought to be enough power in this place right now, amen, to cause every demon to get nervous, amen, every anti-spirit to wake up, amen, and move out. The problem is some of you sit back and you don't come forward. Some of us come around, but we don't want delivered. You keep letting that same spirit work in your mind week after week, day after day. Nobody cares. See where it gets you. If you haven't seen by now, you ought to see. Spiritual babes in the church come in, get the Holy Ghost, rise up above where you've at and where you've been for years. More spiritual mature. Because of allowing the Spirit to operate. But we sit with our legs folded, our arms crossed, and we say, hey, listen. That ain't nothing but the anti-Spirit trying to hinder what God's doing in every service. Come on, I'm not saying every service we run the aisles and swing off the chandeliers and carry on. Greater is He that is in you. The strong is only cast out by the stronger. 
The religious folks put up with it. Obviously. Picking on poor Jesus there, doing something great. Cast it out. But the religious world said, hey, leave it alone. We got this. Really? No. Because look around. We're supposed to be in America that's full of evangelical Christians. My God, we're liars. Because we may be living or saying one thing out in the open, but what's happening in our voting, what's happening in our system, what we're allowing to happen, because we're afraid to offend somebody, we're afraid to hurt somebody's feelings, uh, we're afraid to tell somebody, listen, uh, amen, when you abort that baby, uh, that baby don't have no voice, uh, amen, hands that shed innocent blood. My Bible tells me that God hates hands that shed innocent blood. My Bible tells me that God hates those that are swift to run to mischief and cause problems. My Bible tells me he hates a proud look. Look at me. A lying tongue. All the, he says God, God hates it. And if we say God don't change, then what has happened? The spirit. Music, come on up. In fact, stand with me while they're coming. First John chapter 3. Flip over to verse 8. Look at this. Oh, this is going to be hard for some folks. Because there's sinners in the place. And get an amen. <laughs> there's sinners in the place. He that committed sin. Oh, you can't judge me, preacher. Talking to the wrong guy. You ain't going to come with that noise. Because my Bible said, read it. You want to jump up and down and do backward flips because of Acts 2.38, you better read. He that committed sin is of the devil. Woo. He just called me a devil. Well, you're a sinner. Because if you confess it, man, that's a first step. That's a step of progress. He that committed sins of the devil, for the devil sinned from the beginning. Why? Because he lied. For this purpose, the Son of God was manifest. For this purpose, Jesus Christ was manifest that he might destroy. Come on, I don't think we're getting this. Come on, Christians. Stop allowing the devil to do the works. Stop allowing things to happen. We are here, amen, to destroy the works of the devil. Not hide under a pew. Not bury our head in the sand. Not act like we're afraid of every spirit that's out there. Come on, I'm not being mean. I'm just being truthful. Because for years the devil has got to now just love. Love's going to send a lot of people to hell if we're not careful. I don't say that lightly. Because our Bible is very plain. Jesus is very plain. The disciples were very plain. And I'm going to tell you something. More than how you feel or I feel, they paid a, a price for it. We're, we have the liberty and the pleasure of reading and knowing now. But they had to live it and go through it. No, I ain't mad. I feel good in the Lord. 
In fact, I say it all the time. I feel good up here, man. It's when I get back to my old flesh. Come on, when the Spirit of God's moving, we've got to listen. Would you bow your heads all over this place? You need power. Listen, you don't have the Holy Ghost. You shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost has come upon you. No education. No reasoning. Come on. No encyclopedia. No dictionary is going to give you the reason or the direction that you need. You shall receive power after the Holy Ghost has come upon you. You want to be greater? Allow the Spirit of the Lord. Because that's what the Holy Ghost is. The Holy Spirit of God. You need power? You need the Holy Ghost. Come on. You just say, preacher, man, you're preaching to me. I just allow too much stuff. Come on, this altar's open right now. Between you and God. I'm just the conduit. I'm just the messenger. I didn't know you'd be here today. I don't know what you're going through. But I know what I've had to experience. I know what I've had to deal with. I need the Holy Ghost. If I didn't have the Holy Ghost, I'd be in prison right now. I promise you. If I didn't have the Holy Ghost, I could be even dead right now. Come on, some of you know exactly what the preacher's saying. We need the same spirit. Instead of being like the religious world and say, well, he's got something. No, we need the same spirit that was in Jesus. Paul even likens it like this. He said, if that same spirit that was in Christ be in you, it's going to raise, lift up your body from the dead, from the grave. That's why when you're buried, he goes on to say, that's why when you're buried with him, who? With Jesus Christ in a watery grave, your sins are buried and you rise up out of that grave. A new creature in Christ. Not just because of your belief, but because you believe it enough to put it into action. I hope somebody gets this today because, listen, you got a spirit in you that when you walk up, the devil ought to know. When you get ready to lay hands on somebody, when you get ready to pray for somebody, he already knows. Jesus.